Hello Cryptonauts, today is August 18th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast, you can, you can reach out to me through that Discord app or through the Anchor app and leave me a message. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10. What are we doing today? We are doing stablecoins by market capitalization, starting off with... USDT tethers with a market cap of 12.8 that's insane money with 12.8 billion dollars up 26.8%. So this is 30 day. Okay, so this is 30 days. So when I when I'm talking about these numbers, these percentages, they're based off 30 days. Okay, so here we go. USDT tether with 12.8 billion dollars up 26.8 26.8% what second place USDC USD coin with 1.3 billion dollars up 22.6% third place we have DAI with 447 million dollars up by 56.5% fourth place true USD with 383 million dollars up 59.5%. That's insane money. Fifth place, Paxos Standard with $263 million, up by 7.5%. Sixth place, Binance USD with $213 million, up by 19.9%. Seventh place, HUSD with $138 million, with an 11.5% gain. Eighth place, we have SUSD with $61 million with a 48.1% gain. Ninth place, we have M Stable USD with $40 million with 44.9% gain. Tenth place, we have Stasis Euro with $37.9 million up by 3.5%. So, as you can see, our top 10 stable coins are all in the green. You own if you own any any stable coins. Actually, let me scroll down a bit. Let's see. Are any oh, yeah, actually some of them are in the red, yeah. Ooh, Gemini dollar got hit pretty hard with a 16% loss. What what's another one? Why did it get hit so hard? I wonder why. That's interesting. Hmm, okay. Well, are they still at least at a dollar? Yeah, they're still at a dollar. Um, let me see what's another what's another good one no that's the only the only one that, that caught my attention was Gemini Dollar that got hit pretty hard I wonder why that's interesting so anyways the top 10 are in the green all looking real nice and greenish anyways that is your top 10 
And your overall total market cap is at $381.2 billion, up by 1.7%. All right, let's get started with your crypto news of the day. Cryptonauts, as another friendly reminder, we are using decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as coingecko.com to get our daily stats. Don't forget to collect your daily candies. With that said, first news coming in from Liam Frost. Elliptic can now monitor tokens on Binance Chain. Blockchain Forensics from Elliptic has added Binance Chain blockchain platform and its native cryptocurrency Binance Coin to its crypto risk monitoring solution today. According to announcements shared with Decrypt, both Binance Chain and BNB belong to crypto exchange Binance. Elliptic's crypto transaction and wallet monitoring solutions, Navigator and Lens, automate compliance monitoring for BNB so that Binance and other exchanges listings listing this token can scale operations efficiently and improve accuracy in detecting suspicious activity on the blockchain stated in the press release. Sure. Next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Lawyer explains why regulators might not come after DeFi. Hundreds of millions of dollars bundled together in an obscure altcoin might just escape regulatory consequences because of their inherent structure according to an attorney focused on the blockchain space. Collins Belton, managing director of legal firm Brookwood, said true DeFi projects present a different legal issues for lawmakers compared to ICOs with the latter's centralized oper- operators and issuance of security-like tokens largely absent in the DeFi space. Belton said regulators look at two points before assessing any business-slash-transactional activity. First, it's holding an identifiable organization-slash-operator liable for a crime, and second, avoiding any legal costs associated with violations. Quote, they take selective actions against viable targets with hopes of making examples. Why is there a quote within a quote? That's dumb. Who wrote this? They make so they take selective action. So this is how it goes. Quote. They take selective actions against visible targets with hopes of quote within that quote makes making examples. End of quote. And preemptively deterring future viol- violations, and lets them leverage another quote within that quote leveraging up so to speak end of quote what the heck how many quotes within a quote there's two i never i've never in my life seen two quotes within a quote so it's three quotes that's that's crazy who who wrote this again shayua madwa oh goodness where are we at this means regulators cannot swoop down on urine finance, even if it somehow undergoes a cat- catastrophe affecting the millions of dollars locked in its liquidity pools. Asking him if he's bankrupt might be salacious and inter- interesting to some, but Wi-Fi will continue working on its current form regardless of its finances, noted Belton. He added, so while I could be wrong, I think people expecting regulatory action against some of these experimental, no pre-mined, no upgradable style products are probably going to be waiting for a while. But that's not to say all DeFi projects are in the clear, especially those who slap DeFi as a buzzword on every conceivable application. 
Anyways, we'll end that there. I really would appreciate your comment in regards to the quote within the quote. I don't know if that's correct, if that's correct grammar or not. I've never ever seen that. So for me, it's kind of taboo. I've never seen that. Two quotes within a quote. Anyways, next news written by Liam Frost. Space chain signs Bitcoin multi-sig transaction in space. Decentralized space agency Space Chain has executed a multi-signature Bitcoin transaction on the final frontier, according to a press release published today. The researchers sent roughly 0.001 BTC, worth around $122 currently, to two Bitcoin addresses. To achieve this, Space Chain used specialized blockchain hardware on board the International Space Station developed by nanosatellites manufacturer GOMSpace to transmit the encrypted data through a ground station to the ISS. That's fascinating. Multi-signature transactions are mostly the same as regular ones, but they require several signatures or approvals to be executed. This results in increased security as well as the <coughs> ability to create shared wallets that can be accessed by, by access by just any one user. <coughs> Excuse me, let me take a need some water executing the multi-signature oh, excuse me <clears throat> executing the multi-signature transaction in space encapsulated our continuous efforts in building out an open source blockchain based satellite network that is secure and immutable said Jeff Garzak, the co-founder and CTO of Space Chain, adding Space Chain aims to the one-stop solution provider for the integration of blockchain in space. Supported by the European Space Agency, Kickstart Activities program, the project ultimately seeks to build new space-focused products and use case for digital banks and fintech companies in the future. This milestone has built momentum for the space system and services in the commercial market, and we are excited to further integrate our innovative technologies to help Space Chain achieve its goal and space and beyond, added, added GOMSpace CEO Neil, Neil Buns, Boons, Boos, Boos, is it Boos or Bus, Bus, Boos, Buns, whatever. Next news, written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Monero bots steal AWS logins for cryptojacking. Hijackers, hackers, excuse me, hackers are stealing Amazon's web services credentials and deploying a new cryptojacking botnet, according to a report by Cattle Security, a UK cybersecurity organization. This week, AWS is the e-commerce giant cloud computing division. The firm said the malware operation is the first incident of hackers targeting Amazon tools to steal web credentials for crypto mining purposes. So far, over 119 systems have been compromised, according to the security firm. How does the attack work? Cato Security said the hackers used exposed files containing plain text credentials and configurations details for the underlying AWS accounts and infrastructures as part of the attack. This allows them to tap into Amazon's extensive and powerful computing resources to mine Monero. Wow, I'm kind of, let me check this out. Hold on one second. Oh, let's see. Okay, okay, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, this is all the code. There's a screenshot of all the code. Uh, okay. And I don't get any of it. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> 
hackers could seriously boost profits. Cadence Security Researchers noted that attack the noted the attackers has not yet used many of the stolen credentials as of August 17th, but that does not mean the threat is averted. Nevertheless, when the attack decides to to do so, deploy the attack, Team TNT stands to seriously boost its profits, said the report. This is either by installing crypto mining malware in more powerful AWS clusters directly or by selling stolen credentials on the black market, it added. What would you do if you were the hacker? Would you would you mine yourself, risk getting uh, caught, or would you sell the credentials on the black market and make a little profit off of that? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Goldman Sachs is on the hunt for a VP of digital assets. Ooh, really now? Really now, Goldman Sachs is hiring a new London-based vice president and the digital assets team within its global market division. The firm embraced, <laughs> the firm's embrace, I laugh at this because just not too long ago, not too far in the distance past, they were talking so much smack about crypto. And now we need to hire somebody, you know, that's going to take care of our digital assets. Come on, man. Even when they're talking smack, we all know everybody that was already deep, deeply rooted within the crypto, crypto sphere already knew and understood what they were doing was they were purposely driving the price of crypto down. Bitcoin especially, they were, Goldman Sachs was intentionally trying to pump or not pump, trying to drive down the price of Bitcoin so they can buy more of it. While in the front face, you know, in front of the curtain, they were saying, hey, he, Bitcoin is bad, it's evil, it's for the criminals, while they're behind the curtains buying it all up. Saying, don't buy this because it's, you're going to lose all your investments. Well, years later, hey, you know, uh, we kind of own a couple of these and uh, now we need a new digital asset team to take care of our global market division. It's, come on, it's, it's a slap in the face, to be honest. In the next five to ten years, you could see a financial system where all assets and liabilities are native to a blockchain, with all transactions natively happening on chain, said head of digital assets Matthew McDermott in a recent interview with CNBC. Did he say all assets? He did. He did. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Completely valueless, DeFi tokens Wi-Fi's price breaks $11,000. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Okay, keep in mind, keep in mind that Wi-Fi... Never mind. It's it's taboo. The price of Ethereum-based decentralized finance DeFi token Wi-Fi initially designed to be a complete... There it is. A completely valueless zero supply token that has zero financial value has just reached an all-time high of $11,275. That's crazy. $11,275 today, according to CoinGecko. That is crazy. That's crazy. Something that literally they're saying that it has no value. Why are you guys buying it up? Why is it even in the market? Since breaking the milestone, Wi-Fi's price has scaled back to a bit. Scaled back a bit. Trading around $10,800. Still roughly up 55% of the day. 
As Decrypt explained, Wi-Fi is the governance token of Wiren, a DeFi yield farming protocol developed by Andre Kronji uh, that, ha that helps users to move their assets between various liquidity pools. Those who hold the token are able to vote on how the network works. A hard train to jump on. Simultaneously, looking at Wi-Fi's rapid growth, crypto enthusiasts shouldn't beat themselves over missing the, gra uh, the gravy train. Thanks to the token's small supply cap, it's rather unlikely that Wi-Fi made a lot of people millionaires in just a few months, some experts argue. <clears throat> Not to mention that Wi-Fi's developer, Andre Korgi, himself didn't see any profit from his creation, leaving the platform's governance completely in the hands of its community. Ouch. Plus, experimental DeFi projects are a risk. Last week, investors piled into the radical, radical project YAM only for a bug to crash the network and its price. That is true. That is true. A lot of people lost a lot of money on YAM. Be very, very careful with these DeFi's and your money. Personally, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I have zero interest in any of these new upcoming uh, DeFi protocols. I, I have nothing. I, I'm, I have no interest. It's cool. It's cool to see all them all go up, but I'm not jumping in. Mm -mm. Forget it. Forget it. I'm I'm an old school hodler. I stick with the old school crypto, and I have nicely invested in in this Celsius network, and I see my profits increase every single week. Compounded. Don't forget, it's compounded. And if you're interested, you can use my link below. Join the Celsius network. Next news, written by Adriana Hamacher. You know what? I need to speed this up. We have so much news. I'm going to start chopping it down a little more. Grafana Labs raised $50 million in Series B funding. R Rain Tank, Grafana Labs, lead developer of open source analytics and monitoring solutions, Grafana has raised 50 Is that, am I saying that right? Grafana, yeah. Grafana has raised $50 million in a funding round. Grafana is fast becoming a go-to tool for startups, helping them visualize metrics, logs, and trace data. It, su it supports integrations with a variety of data sources, including MySQL, Gra Graphite, InfluxDB, Post PostgreSQL, and Prometheus. One of the keys to, to, to its success is that it isn't tied to any single database and it has a focus on visualiz visualization making data beautiful. It claims more than 500,000 active installations and customers including the Bitcoin, Ethereum, Polkadot and IOTA communities as well as Bloomberg, eBay, PayPal and Sony. Announced on Mondays, Grafana's Series B round was led by Lightning Speed Venture Partners with additional investments from Lead Edge Capital Management LLC. Both VCs took part in Grafana's first financial round in October 2019. At the time, the company said it had already achieved breaking even status. The new investment means New York based Grafana has raised a total of $75.2 million since 2015. Alright, next news. Written, written by Sharyuwa Malwa, a five year member board to control $36 million treasury for Zcash. The Zcash Foundation, a publicly charity devoted to privacy protocol Zcash, will elect new members to its Community Advisory Panel (CAP) to ensure a better community-driven process for the development, for the deployment of over 420,000 ZEC. 
according to a release. Five members will be selected based on their understanding of Zcash and its broader token applications, said the foundation. As per Zcash founder Zuku Wilcox, the new five-person committee committee is going to be the largest controller of funds in the ecosystem for the foreseeable future. The CAP is the Zcash Foundation vetted board of community members that help that helps drive governance decisions for Zcash. None of these decisions, however, are binding and members cannot determine any major technical changes for the Zcash network, the foundation noted. Addressing Community Demands The issue began with commentary, uh, commentary on the Zcash governance forum that calls for opening up the CAP to newer members. After that, more than 35 members told the foundation that they were interested in joining it. Hmm, interesting. And that's how it happened. Okay, cool. Next news, written by Scott Cipollina. Gemini, blockchain-enabled investment advisors to buy Bitcoin. Blockchain Incorporated and Gemini Trust Company LLC, is that company? Uh, Gemini Trust Co. LLC are providing a platform for registered investment advisors to securely manage, manage digital assets as part of their client portfolios. The solution will combine blockchains, is it what, blockchains? Blockchains. Why does that look wrong? Blockchains. Blockchains. Bitrias. You know, any, anyone that's going to read this article, go to uh, what is it? August eighteenth. Scott Cipollina, Gemini Blockchain. Chang. Chain. Blockchain. Enabled. Enabled investment advisors to buy Bitcoin. Anyways, the solution will come. Combine blockchain, Bitria, digital, digital turnkey asset management platform alongside Gemini's exchange and custody solution. This solution claims to offer superior tax benefits as well as ownership of the underlying assets. These, this solution will also appeal to registered investment advisors who have a young client base and are eager to enter the digital asset market. Gemini is the perfect partner for blockchain to offer digital asset management capabilities to RIAs. As the only qualified custodian of exchange assets, client money always remains with a qualified custodian and this is an absolute requirement for RIAs to deploy the solution, said Dan Eyre, CEO of blockchain. All right, next news. Written by Daniel Phillips. Can the country can a country actually ban Bitcoin? Since the early days of Bitcoin, there have been concerns that it's only a matter of time till the cryptocurrency is banned by governments around the world. For one thing, Bitcoin is often cited as being a threat to traditional monetary systems with the potential to undermine the country's the control of central banks over the money supply. There are also concerns that Bitcoin facilitates drug trafficking and money laundering due to its pseudo-anonymous nature. But whether or not it's actually possible for governments to ban Bitcoin can vary from region to region. Bitcoin has already been banned in some countries. The question of whether Bitcoin can be banned has been answered to an extent. Since the cryptocurrency has already been officially banned in several countries, currently just a handful of countries place an outright blanket ban on Bitcoin and prohibit interacting with with owning or using cryptocurrency in any shape or form. These countries include Algeria, Ecuador, Egypt, Nepal, and Pakistan. 
Several other several others, including Saudi Arabia and Taiwan, have also introduced a partial ban on the cryptocurrency, typically blocking financial institutions from dealing in these cryptocurrencies or facilitating Bitcoin transactions. U.S. Presidential Donald Trump has taken a negative stance on cryptocurrencies last year, stating that he is not a fan of them and described them as, and described their value as based on thin air. However, the risk of a blanket ban on Bitcoin in the U.S. is highly unlikely, given the efforts of various cryptocurrency lobbying groups and a recent positive shift in sentiment among policymakers. All right. Enforcing a ban would prove difficult. Although it is clear that it's quite possible for a government to ban Bitcoin, actually enforcing a ban would provide difficult, if not impossible, in many countries. Unless the government exerts strict controls over the Internet, individuals will almost certainly be able to download Bitcoin wallet software, run a node, and complete transactions with little effort. I mean, yeah, you just need a, a VPN, you're, you're good to go. That's, I mean, it's not that difficult. I mean, you could literally download a VPN on your phone right now. Anyways, all right. So no, you technically can't, you technically can't ban Bitcoin. I mean, that's the that's the beauty about Bitcoin is that you can't really ban. You can create laws and say Bitcoin is banned in this country, and if you're caught using it, well, you'll go to jail. But guess what? You'll get out of jail, and you'll still have your Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah. Not your keys, not your coins. Make sure you protect your keys and you hodl. Next news, written by Robert Steves. Oh, if you want me to create a an episode, you know what? I should probably do that. Create an episode about the best wallets. You know, the ones that I use and the ones that... I'm gonna, yeah, I should have somebody on my on my podcast. If you're interested in joining my podcast and you're really good with wallets, definitely throw me a, uh, a message on Discord or the Anchor, Anchor app. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Binance secretly helped police bust $42 million in crypto laundering rings. Crypto exchange Binance today revealed a secret security project that this year helped Ukrainian cyber police take down a criminal gang that authorities alleged laundered $42 million through cryptocurrency exchange over the past two years. Binance's security team worked together with regtech firms TRM to identify transactions between Binance and Bulletproof Exchanger. Exchanges with relaxed identity checks perfect for criminal laundering money. As the start of the year, Binance allocated additional resources to look into the issue according to a blog post today. What it found surprised them. Tugging on the thread of suspicious activity, Binance working with the Ukrainian cyber police unraveled a cyber, cyber criminal organization responsible for a ransomware campaign and the laundering of more than $42 million in cryptocurrencies over the last two years. Three arrests were made in June. The Ukrainian cyber police apprehended the suspects in the region of Poltava. They also found more than $200,000 worth of computer equipment and cash, as well as assault rifles, submachine guns, and ammunition. Wow. They, they weren't messing around. The memorandum meant that Binance would help the Ukrainian government create transparent and effective mechanisms for crypto trading and beneficial conditions for investments and business. The crypto exchange wrote today in a press release about the laundering scoop. For the health and sustainability of the entire industry, it is important to identify and help bring to justice those who abuse cryptocurrency and negatively affect the industry and its reputation. So, 
Bravo, Binance. Bravo. Bravo. Definitely bringing the bad guys. Next news, written by... Ooh, who's this new person? Amy Castor. Amy Castor. Hello. Edward Snowden got paid $35,000 to talk about Bitcoin. NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden got paid at least $35,000 to give virtual talks on Bitcoin according to a recent court filing. Blockstack, an Ethereum competitor, paid him $20,000 to speak at Blockstack Berlin in March 2018, where he interviewed by Coin Center Research Director Peter Van Blokenberg and BTC Media Publisher of Bitcoin Magazine paid him $15,000 to speak at Bitcoin 2019, a conference held in San Francisco in June of that year, where he was interviewed by BTC Media CEO Dave Bailey. Both talks were virtual, with Snowden appearing on a large screen at, a, at the conferences, speaking from his home in Russia, where he has been living in exile for seven years to avoid arrest. Why is this information coming out now? The former intelligence contractor who disclosed surveillance secrets in 2013 made more than $1.2 million in virtual speaking engagements, and the Federal Reserve government is saying that it's entitled to the proceeds from his paid speeches according to a civil lawsuit filed in federal court in Alexandria, Virginia in September 2019. Ooh, there is a video of Edward Snowden's interview. That is interesting. I want to watch that later. You know, let me uh, bookmark this here. Bookmark. All right. As part of the lawsuit, the U.S. government subpoenaed Snowden's booking agent, American Program Bureau, based in Newton, Massachusetts. Ouch. Well, how much does he have to pay? Last December, U.S. District Court Judge Liam O'Grady ruled in favor of the government, holding that the government is entitled to the proceeds of the memoir and Snowden's earning from the speeches. Come on, man. Jeez, these people. There's something else. Anyways, next news written by Jose Antonio Lanz. Chainlink price dropped 16% amid massive sell-off. The great Chainlink pump of 2020 might finally be over. Just days ago, Chainlink was among the best performing token in the top 10 coins by market cap in terms of daily gains and is still by far the best performing tokens of the year. But now it has suffered its worst crash since the mid-March meltdown. Link is down more than 16% and trading for just under $16 per coin. Let's see. Let's scroll on down. La la la. Bunch of numbers. Besides the market doing what markets generally do, another possible reason for the precipitous price drop could be the, sk- the sale of some $40 million in Link tokens by Chainlink developers themselves, according to a recent report from Trustnodes. It's not unlikely the way Ripple occasionally sells off XRP, only far less transparent. According to the report, Chainlink devs have used various obfuscation techniques to dump their coins. Say it ain't so, Link Marines. Alright, next news. Alright, written by Robert Stevens. Hackers moved $5.6 million in $1 billion Bitcoin stolen in Bitfinex breach. Hackers have once again moved Bitcoin funds stolen from crypto exchange Bitfinex back in 2016. According to WellAlert, a Twitter bot that traced large 
cryptocurrency transactions, the hacker moved 473.3 Bitcoin worth $5.7 million into an unknown wallet. The funds were split into several wallets, but the majority of the funds, 467 Bitcoin worth $5.6 million, now sits in one wallet. In August 2016, hackers pilfered about 120,900 Bitcoin from Bitfinex. At today's price, that's roughly $1.4 billion in stolen funds. Though the stash was only worth $72 million at the time, the hack, whose origins are still relatively unclear, single-handedly caused Bitcoin's value to drop by about 20% from, apparent, from approximately $600 to $400. Wow. 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 That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money, my friend. Okay, next news. Sorry, I got sidetracked there. Uh, written by Andrew Hayward. Ethereum-powered Chile, Chile, Chile's adds another major esport team to its roster. Chile, Chile's has an ambitious plan to sign up 50-plus brands, teams, and organizations to its socios.com fan token platform by the end of 2020. And today, the firm revealed the next well-known esport team to join the growing roster. Team Heretics is the second esport organization to sign up following March's announcement back that back-to-back Dota 2 Championship OG had come on board. Socios.com will offer a offer up a what is that hash uh what is that th fan token beginning august 25th that comes with certain perks for owners right off the bat owners of the ethereum based th fan token will be able to participate in the official polls at socios.com the first launching the same time as the token itself will allow holders to vote on which four Fortnite players should capture a team deathmatch battle in the game, and the team will ultimately pick six TH owners to join in on the match. Further polls will allow fans some say in the future Team Heretics decisions, as well as further opportunities for interactive experiences with the team. Additional features will be added for the in the future for token holders. That's pretty cool. I actually like that idea. That's really really cool. Team Heretics. That is cool. Anyways, next news. Written by Alexander Beckrens. Another Bitcoin on Ethereum DeFi token is taken off. Wrapped Bitcoin isn't the only Bitcoin to Ethereum valuation taken DeFi by storm. Ren's project, RenBTC, has seen nearly 200% increase from $59 million to more than $176 million. Oh my god! in locked BCT, BTC transferred in the Ethereum blockchain since August 13th according to data collection. That's crazy money! Oh my goodness. The substantial increase comes as DeFi continues to hit new heights in total value locked and market cap, placing RAND BTC firmly in second place as a favored method of porting BTC value into Ethereum behind wrapped BTC. The sharp this sharp growth is more evidence that Bitcoin holders are eager to get into DeFi game on Ethereum and finding a variety of ways to do so. REN BTC is a product of REN, an open protocol designed to facilitate cross-chain liquidity 
transfer between blockchains such as Ethereum, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, and more. Unlike WBTC, which uses systems of trusted third parties custodian to mint new WBTC tokens, RenBTC and other Ren-based assets are generated or destroyed using smart contracts. Oof, that's a lot of money. Got the tingles on that one. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. USPS blockchain voting patent not ready for prime time, experts say. A blockchain-based election scheme which the United States Postal Service is trying to patent is unworkable, experts say. The Postal Service publicly disclosed its patent application on Thursday, triggering, triggering speculation about whether such a plan was in the works. The move seemed intended to add yet another solution to the kerfuffle around the November general election. President Donald Trump believes that Mellon votes fraud will compromise the election. Letters lost or intercepted from the beleaguered postal service might not reach the ballot box, he claims, meaning that the election results could be meaningless. He claims have been widely dismissed as baseless. Experts in election security thinks the USPS applications for a patent is spacious, is specious, and advise agents uh, and advise against a blockchain voting system altogether. In any case, there's virtually no chance that the USPS's system would feature in November's elections. They said. Indeed, USPS spokesman Ross Bett confirms that the patent application was simply pending and that nothing happens this year. He decided to further comment. All right, all right. Hey, but that's cool. I didn't know that the USPS was actually making something. So that's kind of cool that at least they're trying something. See, at least they're trying. At least they're trying. Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Cardano, Cardano's Aparna, Jew, we're letting the world in to run the network. Cardano's took a big step forward in late July with the release of Shelly, a hard fork designed to take a blockchain to the next level. Shelly, the accumulation of five years of work, upgraded the network, which features such as stake of pool. See, that's to me, that's that's like fascinating. That it's already been five years since I first heard heard of because I've heard of Shelly years ago i just can't believe it's been five years that's crazy i probably didn't hear it five years ago but i i mean i know it's been a few years uh where are we at shelly the accumulation of five years of work upgraded the network with features such as stake of stake such as stake pools and delegations it also begins with cardano's product director aparne june says is a hands-off the blockchain network shifting from a centralized framework at the control of crea- creators IOHK to a truly decentralized network. Shelly really brings us to the level of decentralization where we're actually letting the world in to run the network, Jew told host Matthew Aaron on Monday's episode of the Decrypt Daily Podcast. We're doing that by slowly letting them create the block instead of us managing it 100%. It's going to be complete with community managers, with the community managers it 100%. All right, 
tune into the decrypt. Okay, blah, 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 subscribe to on iTunes. Blah, blah, blah. All right, all right. Next news. All right, guess what, Cryptonauts? We are out of news, and that's good because that was actually a long one. So with that said, Cryptonauts, make sure you are buying your cryptos and investing into it, compounding, earning interest on it. I highly recommend Celsius Network. I do have a referral link down below. You can check it out. Use it. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and I highly recommend it to earn interest off of your, not only just interest, but compounded interest every single week. That's very important to know. Okay. Other platforms out there that say that you're going to earn interest off of it. Yeah, you earn interest, but not like Celsius. Celsius is compounded interest. And not only that, but they're giving you high percent there's no other cryptos out there another another platform out there that will earn you this amount of percentage on your crypto check it out check it out look look at the percentages yourself and look at the other platforms out there i'm not saying that the other platforms are bad you can use them as well but i have my trust and faith in the celsius network just like a lot of other people do with that said cryptonauts make sure you hodl hodl Huddle. With that said, catch you all on the next one. Ah.